Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Blue White Daily. Uh, you, you want more interviews? We've got more interviews. There's things piling up and we wanted to get this one in before he gets onto campus in January. Today, we're welcoming welcoming in former Columbia kicker Alex Falcons, who will join the program in January, and we're excited to talk to him. Three-time All-Ivy League kicker Alex Falcons joins us from Charlotte. He is in between semesters right now, just finished up his finals at Columbia, going to join Penn State, uh, Penn State's program on January 6th. Alex, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, a, a long road for you, obviously, playing in the Ivy League for a few years. Can you fi- detail your journey? You're originally uh, listed from Oklahoma. I assume you're originally from there. Um, how did you end up at Columbia? How did you end up uh, kicking uh, for the Lions? Yeah, so like you said, I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I went to a small private school in Tulsa called Hall & Hall. Um, I started kicking my freshman year of high school like most guys that kick in college and high school i started as a soccer player my whole life it was kind of my first love um and i started kicking my freshman year and once i started taking it seriously kind of around my sophomore year i started going to you know some of these third party camps you've probably heard about started getting some private training realized i could probably this would be a path to college for me and kicking footballs um so as i started getting my name out on the camp circuit my senior year i started before my senior season i started getting recruited by some schools uh, Columbia's quarterback coach at the time, his name was Rick Santos. He's actually the head coach in New Hampshire now. Um, he came to watch me kick during like my summer training camp, I guess, at Holland Hall. Um, and then about a month later, I went up to their specialist camp in the summer and performed pretty well. They offered me the day after and I committed pretty much on the spot. It was kind of hard to turn down an Ivy League school like that. And it was really what my parents and I were looking for. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much how I got there. So you played in 2019. Uh, the Ivy League, of course, did not play in 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, you earned all Ivy perform or all Ivy accolades in 19, 2021, 2022. That's a pretty good run there. Yeah, I mean, I was just doing my job. I feel like, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to just play to the best of my ability, doing what I know I can do. Um, and you, you know, if you do your job, the honors will come. Especially in the Ivy League, I'd like to say it's a little easier to win awards as a kicker because you're only competing against eight guys uh, or seven other guys in other conferences. You know, you might be competing with 11, 12, 13 other guys. Um, so really, you know, if I'm first or second team, even if I'm second team, that just means I'm in the top 25%. So I don't put too much stock into it. You know, I kind of always want to be number one. Um, but yeah, it was cool to have those accolades to my name you know kind of shows all the hard work i put in while i was there um and i'm just ready for the next step hopefully i'll add all big 10 to that pretty soon we were not trying to bring math into this podcast but for an <laughs> Ivy League guy, i will do that uh you said you wanted to do your thing and do what you do well what is it that you do well what is the uh what do you bring to the table as a, as a specialist as a kicker um well first of all i think i have a pretty big leg i think i showed that i was the first ivy league kicker to have three plus 50 yard field goals in my career and you know, kicking the Northeast, that's comes in, in, in some pretty tough conditions. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, I also think coming into Penn State as a fifth year, you know, I've had, 
I've experienced the ups and downs of college football as a kicker. I've made some big kicks. I've definitely missed some big kicks. I've dealt with some pretty significant injuries. You know, I've come back rehab stronger than I was before. Um, so I think I just come in with a really good head on my shoulders. Um, and someone, and I'm someone that's really excited for this opportunity that's ahead of me. It's something I've been waiting for since I was 14. Um, so yeah. What's, uh, what's the injuries? Um, what's the injury history and, and how was the road back from that? What was the, the hardest part about getting back to where you needed to be? Oh uh, yeah. My sophomore year, I had a, uh, I had a labrum repair in my hips. So that was like a four month, uh, rehab from a surgery and, you know, it wasn't too bad. I had a really good rehab team behind me, but you know, just, First of all, not being able to play that year. And then second of all, like not even being able to train or practice on my own and just having to sit on my couch and watch other guys on TV kick. That was that was really tough. So I just I had to be patient, kind of bide my time in rehab and make sure I was okay. And then on top of that, I just had, you know, the normal athlete stuff, some muscle strains here and there, nothing nothing significant. But uh, you know, when you have to take time off kicking, it's it's tough because it's such it's so muscle memory dependent. Um, especially with like that hip surgery I had had I came back and basically had to relearn how to kick all over again. So that was that was tough, but definitely better now than I was before that. So yeah, the hip seemed kind of important in uh, in kicking. So <laughs> I'm glad you got that fixed. Uh, so you wrapped up your career. Uh, Ivy League's got four years to play for. Uh, you wrap up your career. You still have eligibility left. Um, at least one year, kind of a gray area with some things. So we'll see if that turns into two. Um, but you found yourself, uh, you know, looking for a new home. How did you find Penn State, and, and how did Penn, how did Penn State find you? Yeah, so um, I actually entered my name in the transfer portal before this last season because uh, Columbia has a pretty good history of sending specialists as grad transfers to some big schools. Um, you know, and my head coach, I think he kind of knew preemptively that I was probably going to look to grad transfer my last year that I had since I had the COVID year. So he actually kind of gave me his blessing, encouraged me to enter the portal before the season, kind of put my name out there and get a head start. And to be honest, nothing really happened, uh, which was kind of disappointing. Uh, so I played my whole senior year. And then about two weeks before our season ended, I announced that I had entered the transfer portal officially again on Twitter and all that. Um, and about a week or two later, Coach Collins, the special teams coordinator, reached out to me. Uh, we had a few conversations, a few phone calls. Uh, he offered me a preferred walk-on spot, you know, however significant that is. Um, and I had a one or two other schools that I was considering pretty heavily. Um, but I talked to my parents about it. We just thought Penn State was the best place for me to go with my long-term goals. Um, and I knew I wasn't really going to get a better opportunity, you know, at a top 10 program like that any given year. Not many are going to be looking for a kicker. Um, so, yeah, that's it was a pretty easy decision on my part. Yeah. Why Penn State? What put them over the top from, uh, you know, the, the other schools that you're looking Not sure what, which other schools you were looking at, but what put them over the top and how does that change from you were looking as a high school prospect at getting the Ivy League, getting that Ivy League degree, which is awesome, obviously. Um, but how how are the criteria? How's the criteria different as a grad transfer? Yeah, so for this for this kind of recruiting process, it was one hundred percent a football first decision for me. Um, coming out of high school, I had some bigger offers, but you know, I kind of made a forty year decision to go to Columbia. You know, kind of set myself up for the rest of my life, whatever my football career is over, but with this grad transfer process, you know, my ultimate goal is to go to the NFL. So I wanted to pick the program that was going to put myself in the best position to do that. And also I just wanted to have like that big time college football experience that I felt like I'd been missing for the last four years. Um, you know, and Penn state kind of checked all those boxes. I built up a really good relationship with coach Collins pretty quickly in the process. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, you look on YouTube, you see those videos of the whiteout games. It's kind of hard, kind of hard to turn that down. So um, you know, it was def like I said before, is the best opportunity for me to walk into. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. 
So uh, with specialists, co- these coaches, every coach knows somebody, you know, whether it's a kicking coach or especially, you know, a long snapping mm-hmm. coach, whatever. Is there, was there a contact between coach Collins and your guys or anything like that? And who have you been working out with and, and how does that whole fraternity, did that, did that help you get here? Uh, well, from a training standpoint or from a technical standpoint, um, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I'm working out here in North Carolina with a guy named Dan Orner. If you look him up on the internet, you see guys that have trained with him. He has a pretty solid track record. He's definitely one of the best in the country. I also have a good relationship with the guys at Cole's Kicking. I'm not su- I'm not super loyal to one camp. I'm kind of I'm one of those types of guys that the more eyes that I can get on my swing and the more opinions I can get and kind of take bits and pieces from kind of every school of thought, I'm going to take that opportunity, you know. But um, all the coaches that I've trained with, I have great relationships with. Um, and to be honest, I'm not really sure how Coach Collins went about his business looking looking into my background. I'm sure he talked to a couple guys, um, but I honestly have no idea. You'll have to ask him that. <laughs> you're, you're, you seem like a thoughtful guy. What's what's the college? Not the college. What's what's the uh, camp scene like as a kicker? You mentioned Coles, and you know you've got uh, Corn Blue. You've got all these different kicking camps, and you've got loyalists. You've got guys that are only about their guys. What's it like as a kicker to to first like walk into that? that whole, I don't want to call it a mess, but that whole situation. It's kind of tough to be honest. Cause like when you're a freshman or a sophomore in high school, you know, you see the rankings that they put on at those camps and you put, you put so much stock into those and kind of where you're at, whether like you're, you know, number seven or number eight, or you want to be in the top five or the top 10 or the top 15 or whatever. And um, especially like as a freshman or sophomore in high school, you don't really understand how the recruiting process works. And then, like once I got into college, I realized that first of all, coaches really don't care about those rankings. And second of all, like even the guys that are highly ranked may not pan out. So it's really about all about what happens once you get to college. And then second of all, like once you're actually participating in those camps, like I know people don't really think kicking, you know, kicking off a pair of kicking off your holder in the middle of the field by yourself is all that intense. But when you're around other guys that are pretty much right at your skill level or potentially even better than you and you have to rise up and you know kick as best as you can with only with a very small sample size in front of whoever's running that camp whether it's at a college camp with the special teams coach or whether it's at one of these third-party camps you got to step up and there's going to be guys around you that are really really good as well so you got to bring your a game whenever you have to um and yeah i mean one word that i would describe it is intense and you just got to be ready to go absolutely um, so what is what is Stacy Collins laid out for you in terms of their plans for for what you're bringing obviously or for for when you come in obviously not looking to come in and ride the bench I mean you you're an experienced guy with uh, with a, with a bunch of kicks under your belt mm-hmm. what does Stacy Collins had to say to you about the opportunity that you have at Penn State Yeah I mean first and foremost I'm walking into a big school where I have a 50-50 shot to play um you know with Jake leaving and um, Chris leaving, you know, the specialist group is pretty young. So they're looking me to looking for me to come in and kind of provide a leadership role. And then second of all, you know, obviously they have Sander there. He's really, really talented, um, but he hasn't played in a game yet. So they're just looking, they haven't promised me anything at all. I would like to say that, you know, it's very much a 50, 50% competition. Um, you know, but I'm just looking to come in and compete. I've never really had, I've never really had any real competition since I've been in college. Um, so I'm really excited to come in and compete with another guy who's really talented and see how I can hold up. Cause I believe I rise up whenever I'm in a competitive situation. I think I've proven that at some of these camps we talked about, you know, just a second ago. Um, so I'm excited to see how that turns out in a, in a college setting.
11 of 16 on field goals this year. You had a 53-yarder in the season opener. Um, but looking at the numbers deeper, 28 of 28 on extra points, which people obviously take those for granted, but they're very important. And it's not, uh, you know, 28 or going 100% is not something everyone can do at any level of kicking. Um, and then 29 touchbacks. That's the number that got me as Penn State had trouble at times this year finding a guy that can put it in the end zone consistently. Is that, is that a, a way that you think you can find the, your way to the field fastest? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't think I'm going to play earlier on kickoffs or field goals. My goal is definitely to play on both. I think I'm equally as good at both of those. I, I honestly, I'd argue I'm a little bit better at field goals um, right now in my career. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to come in and get my hundred percent on both field goals and kickoffs and see how it turns out. You uh, came down for a visit in December. Uh, was that your first time on campus? And what did you think of uh, of Penn State? To, you know, I know it was a little bit cold, and I think there was probably some snow on the ground at some point. But what did you think of Penn State in your first uh, your first look? <laughs> hey, you got to remember, I was in New York for the last four years. A little cold doesn't bother me. <laughs> That's fair. Um, That's fair. Yeah, no, it was my first time. I committed before I actually visited. Um, I, I mean, I pretty much expected what I got. You know, world class facilities, everything you kind of need in one building, stuff you know, obviously an Ivy League school is not going to have. And I told Coach Collins this in my process, like I really don't care about that stuff. Um, you know, one thing about going to an Ivy League school and not having some of the resources that these big big schools have is that you realize you don't actually need a whole lot. Um, so, you know, it's nice to have these resources that they're going to provide me on campus. Um, but I guess the number one thing I'm excited for is really like, you know, Columbia is right in the middle of Manhattan in New York. So it's very much a big city feel. You kind of have to grow up quick. And I never got like that classic college experience i like to call it um so i'm really excited to come in and just kind of be in a small college town because you know i realize state college there's not a whole lot else besides penn state there um so i'm excited for that but it seems like a really nice place obviously the fan base is really passionate um you know i'm, I'm used to the northeast weather so the cold the wind the rain doesn't really bother me um so yeah i'm just excited to get on campus and move in and get going just one point of advice. Maybe we want to hold off on that facilities talk around your future head coach. I don't think he uh, particularly agrees with that. But uh, <laughs> when you get to Penn State January 6th uh, and spring ball and things like that, what are, you, what are you looking forward to the most? What are the goals uh, for you heading from here on out? Honest, I'm, I'm really excited to come in just start working with the snapper and the holder. I know uh, Tyler Drzanski, he's, he's a really, really talented snapper. And then, you know, whoever the punter is going to be this year. Um, I'm looking forward to getting some work in with them uh, before spring ball starts. And then I'm really just looking forward to coming in and spring ball and competing, um, you know, making a name for myself. That's what I'm here for, um, you know, getting used to being a part of a new team. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to come in and compete, like I said. Former Columbia kicker, three-time All-Ivy League kicker, and future Nittany Lion Alex Falcons has joined us on the BWI Daily. Alex, thank you very much, and we'll catch up with you when you get on campus. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for joining the BWI Daily. Again, thanks to Alex and thanks to all of you that joined. Uh, remember, like our videos, subscribe to our channel, and we will catch you next time on the BWI Daily. Hi, this is Dr. Laurie Santos. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. We believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood.